too, and a skiddly diddly do. Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 52 of the Super Weapon Podcast, the most overpowered podcast on the internet, and I'm joined by my co-host as always, DC, here with me today. <laughs> what's, uh, going on? what's going on what's going on i just like to mess with the uh, audio viewers i was about to say <laughs> like did, did my sound go out like what's going oh, on oh man that's when you uh skip the skip through it a little bit and you're like huh I don't, what happened yeah he was just uh doing his epic point at the screen for our audio listeners and uh what's going on man how you been bro been oh, a, just uh, a little live message on instagram on the instant but besides that man i think we're gonna have a really good time today man oh man that's when things uh, have been a little heated between the dynamic duo at the super weapon podcast a pod divided today is what i'm (laughs) probably gonna title this episode when the audio comes out because we have a very different opinion upon the topic at hand here. Yeah. So that is true. I can I don't say. Know if you want to do a little house cleaning or you want to just bring us in with the intros like you usually do? Or... Um, I think we can just jump into the news. I mean, because we, <clears throat> excuse me, we do only have uh, technically two topics today, but both of them are going to take up a significant amount of time. And one of them, just like you said, we do completely disagree on, respectfully, of course. But, you know, that's the great thing about the industry that we're a part of. There are there's differences of opinions about things, and it's going to be interesting to see how things play out. So the first thing that we're going to talk about, um, and it's been kind of a topic over the last like week, week and a half. um, And I don't remember exactly where it started. I want to say it started on Twitter, as all things typically do. Um, There was a I think a, a tweet either by 343 or one of the associated accounts with Halo. And it was like the um, like the dropships for the uh, UNSC. And it, it said something to the effect of where we drop in or something like that. And so people, of course, as gamers, as us gamers typically do, we take the smallest bit of information and we just completely just, we take off with it. We don't wait for any questions. We don't wait for any comments. So... A lot of people have been speculating and there's been rumors, of course, uh, more rumors that Halo could potentially be getting a BR in some form or fashion. Um, and I'll say, <laughs> and I'll say initially, cause I remember we talked about this maybe last year or a few months ago. We t- I, I know we've touched on it before and I wasn't right. initially, I was against the idea, um, but as I kind of dug deep a little bit, did a little bit of research, a little bit of my own personal thinking and opinions about it, I think it actually helped the series. And you're on the opposite side of the fence. So I, I would love to hear your opinion, why you don't think it's necessarily a good idea, why you hate it, or, you know, however you feel about it. Um, over to the second screen here. <laughs> I just really, I would love to hear your opinion about why you think it's not a great idea for Halo to have a BR. Because I'm you know, adjusting my notes here. Hold on. No, I sure. Should have been did this before. It's Halo. Halo fan. Pre-potting is for. But I want to just adjust my notes here. Halo fans are very passionate. Um, as we, you and I, well know, we. I mean, we've been playing Halo since mid to early 2000s. Um, but very different opinions here. All right, guys. Um, 
as I pull my notes up here, where do I begin? Me personally, it's a hard fit in the Halo universe, I feel like, because I, I just don't think the way that Halo was made, I, I feel like, first of all, if you look at most BRs, just the speed and the momentum of like a Call of Duty Warzone or Apex, which Apex is probably one of the fastest moving um, battle royales that we have. Um, Warzone is pretty active and fast too. And when I say fast, I'm I'm talking about the way that your player moves as far as fast pace, right? Um, shooting, moving, gunning. Halo is a little bit different. Halo has never really been about speed or just being, you know, really fast, you know, because that's been one of the complaints when people, you know, people who play Call of Duty try to play Halo. They always say, oh, well, it's slower. It takes longer to kill, blah, blah, blah. And I think for them to create a good BR game, they're going to have to find out how to make it how to make that fit. I think that's going to be a key component as far as Halo having a successful BR. That's just one thing. Another thing is, I don't know if you remember when Halo did Warzone, they actually yep. had a mode called Warzone. The, the PvP no mode. Yeah, it was similar. It was almost similar to a BR in the aspects. Well, it was just two big teams fighting each other, but the mode really wasn't that popular and it was for some of the reasons that i was stating like a lot of people halo is arena to me halo is the epitome of an arena shooter and so to try to bring that into a br land landscape it's like i don't know i just don't see it being good i see it being over monetized like if it if they do create a BR, of course they're gonna, let me take one ear off here so I can hear myself. They're gonna, they're gonna over monetize the hell out of it, which just create a lackluster experience in my opinion. Cause sometimes when they focus too much on making money, something usually ends up lacking. It's like, I don't know, man. I just don't, if they could, I. They would have to bring something totally new and fun to the BR landscape to make this work. And what I was thinking was maybe make it more team-based where you actually play roles. Maybe that'll work. But I don't know. Like, I'm trying to really picture this. I'm really trying to picture Halo with the battle royale and every time i picture it i just can't think of anything good like i just don't see the combat being that fun in wide open spaces like that i don't see it like what what land are you going to like traverse only thing that might make this exciting right is halo from my understanding halo was one of the first shooters that kind of utilized vehicles so i can see halo BR, like I could see where the vehicles may thrive in this environment, but 
I don't know, man. I'm not. I'm very pessimistic about this. Like, I just don't see this being um, pretty much a, uh, a success. Now, granted, I said the same thing about um, when Call of Duty threw their hat to the ring, and it turns out that. Well, besides besides all of the cheating, we can say that Warzone <laughs> was pretty much a hit. Yeah, it's, start, it's pretty much now the it's just VR. a cheating shit mm-hmm. show right now. But I mean, I'm down to be I'm totally down to be wrong because I love Halo so much. I just wanted to win. And one more thing I would like to say before I pass the mic over to you and hear your thoughts. I want to say this to Halo. All right. If you're going to create a BR. And you're going to use all your resources to kind of monetize the BR and push it forward and make sure it works. Don't do like Call of Duty and just completely forget about the multiplayer. Because let's be real, Call of Duty, why do y'all even have a multiplayer at this point? Y'all don't put nothing into it, nothing at all. Cold War multiplayer is the epitome of dumpster juice. It's, It's garbage. Like, I don't even know why it's there. The maps are horrible. And there's the guns are, oh God, this is about Halo. I'm not going to get on Call of Duty yet. But <laughs> all I'm saying is, if you guys are going to create a BR, matter of fact, you know what? I would even go as far as to say, hey, Halo, do a separate thing for BR. If that's going to be your thing. It didn't have multiplayer and the stuff that people love, because people love multiplayer about Halo. They love it. Like, I don't want to see the multiplayer get push to the side for a battle royale, which is the hot thing right now. I get it, but I just, I don't know, man. I I really want to hear your thoughts on this because I just don't see a BR and Halo universe winning. I just, maybe you could tell me something, convince me. What do you have to say? (laughs) I'm just totally Um, flabbergasted. It's, you know, it's been a very spirited debate I've seen on it's on fire on halo and you and you have brought up very valid points and criticisms of halo you know and and it's funny you mentioned that warzone i forget it was called like firefight warzone or something uh from halo 5. yeah it was, and I believe it was warzone, if i'm correct yeah fire and, team warzone, yeah it was something like that um yeah. the one thing and the one thing that I always, I always like to reference, especially with the gaming industry, is that, you know, things change rapidly. I mean, here we are, what, six years out from Halo 5, where you look back, you know, six years ago, BRs weren't even, they were, they were around, but they were kind of like a newer genre. People were still into the arena shooters, you know, you still had your Call of Duties, your, your Battlefields, um... And in Halo, I, I I will say this, and I said this yesterday actually when I was streaming. If you had the movement of Halo Five in an older Halo like Three, that would probably be the best shooter out, in my personal opinion. And and this is where yeah. I started to think about things. And you know, I want to touch on one thing you did say about like movement and the speed of the game when it comes to BRs. Um, Halo Halo games have over time over the last few have kind of fixed the biggest criticism that people have about halo and that's the 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 speed of mobility and movement it it is definitely a game where you have to be more precise with your shots um especially it being a hit scan game which 
essentially means it's not a game where essentially where you aim is where your bullets are going to go. You know, Halo is not a game like uh, like you look at Warzone where you kind of have to lead your shot if you're trying to snipe someone or, you know, you have to kind of predict where they're going. Like in Battlefield, a lot of Battlefield games have that, you know. So I think that's one thing that they would have to tackle with Halo, because if you put a sniper rifle in a BR, <laughs> they either have to make it really hard to get or, you know, what I mean, I don't think a, a Halo BR could be a Halo. But that to, to say all of that, I think the current landscape of gaming um, and, you know, you said it yourself, you know, Call of Duty right now has the biggest BR in the world, even among all the cheating and the controversy with the weapon balancing and, you know, all of that stuff, but put that to the side, you look at the numbers and the statistics of it. I think there was something like 250 million players, which is like, I, that is such a hard number to even fathom for a game mode, you know? Um, and Halo having been out of popular limelight over the last, I, I'll even say like decade plus, because Halo 4, I mean, I I didn't like Halo 4 whatsoever. Um, Halo 5 kind of, it kind of changed a little bit for me. Like, I, I'm a fan of the gameplay and the multiplayer of Halo 5, but really? I am. I, I do like Halo 5. I do. It took a while for it to grow right. on me, but, you know, in my mind, for a, a video game like a first person shooter to succeed nowadays, it has to have more than just an arena mode playlist, a couple of game modes. And, you know, and I'm talking to you, Halo, Halo fans. And I've been here since the early 2000s, okay? And it, it took it took a while to convince me of this. But I feel like a lot of people are looking back on Halo with rose-colored glasses. I I do. And if they launch Halo Infinite, you know, especially with all the 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 controversy that it had last year from the gameplay not looking great to the graphics you know being subpar and shout out to 343 because they've been very open this year um they post blog blog, blog updates all the time the game looks a lot better um transparency I, yeah they've been a lot more transparent and it took a it took a lot for microsoft to delay that game an entire year like the, you know, not to mention the amount of money it probably cost them to do that. But I realistically don't think that Halo Infinite is going to succeed if it just has the same old that we're used to. And it's just like you said, you know, what's big right now is Battle Royale games. With that being said, I have a, I have a, a thought to put in your head. Picture yourself on this new Halo ring. And you just, I'm running. You know, it just imagine you dropping in as ODST or a new generation of Spartans. You know, the the, the one thing I think Halo has, and what works for games like Apex, is that they build the lore into their games. You know, they build the lore into the BR. They build Mm. the lore, and Halo has. I mean. an extensive library of lore to pull from. I mean, you could even say, you know, the, the whole setup for the BR could be, all right, you, you're ODST, you know, and you guys have secured a section of the Halo ring to to train and to, to you know, you have essentially like war games or whatever you want to call it, have them training exercises. You That's genius. It, right? And so... Pay you, and I want to add on to that, but go ahead. You know, and then you have, I mean... You already have power-ups in multiplayer. You can just sprinkle those out all over the map. You know, the, the blue ball that takes away your shields, the the bubble shield, you know, the vehicle combat could be there. 
I think if you mm-hmm. have that fluid movement of the later Halo games, um, I swear you be in my head. <laughs> Go ahead, because I want to add to that. You, you know, know, I mean, or if you want to, you know, do Spartans as well, because I mean, the the time to kill in Halo kind of to me it reminds me a lot of brs because i mean even call of duty the time to kill is different from warzone to the multiplayer because you have shield and you have you know a certain health value (laughs) i think i think that what they should do in one argument i've seen a lot of people have about this particular subject is oh well they don't have the resources or they don't have this microsoft is a trillion dollar company is they are a one trillion dollar company. They have already committed themselves to the gaming space. It is one of the core pillars of the company. If they wanted to, they could have the resources to develop a BR. I'm not saying this is going to ship day one. I don't think it's going to ship day one. I don't think it's even going to be a few months out. You know, I if they do do a BR, I think it'll be a year out. I think we'll get it maybe 2022. I mean, even Battlefield tried the same thing with, what was it called? Firestorm, I think, in their last Battlefield game. And yeah. it, it was poop. Listen, you know, but I really think that for Halo to succeed, they have to invest in their esports uh, esports <laughs> initiatives. Because um, that's one thing Call of Duty has over Halo right now. Um, I mean, you have the, the Call of Duty League, the CDL. You know, you have to build up those pillars of the, of the modern gaming world. Yeah, Believe it or not, every other week there's some kind of Call of Duty tournament, whether you there know is. about it or not. There From is small ones to big ones. Yeah. To... And I, I mean, I follow a lot of Halo pros, former Halo pros, and they've said a lot of the same things that I'm saying. You know, you have to invest in those areas where you believe that this will help the game succeed. I mean, the con- content creators already want it. You know, that that's another angle you could think about it. Like, okay, if they if there's a Halo BR. And a Courage JD or a Dr. Lupo picks up Halo BR and they're streaming to thousands and thousands of people. That'll only get to spread the word out, help help the game, help the popularity of the game. You know, I think the multiplayer is going to be there. I do. Like I said, Halo 4 wasn't my favorite multiplayer. Halo 5 is probably my second favorite version of Halo multiplayer behind 3. Oh yeah, I do. I do love Halo 5's multiplayer. Wasn't a big fan of the campaign, but I do love right. the multiplayer. Right, Part agreed. Four, multiplayer, yeah, I wasn't too happy about that. But I think I think since that was their first time really trying to get a foothold in whatever it yeah, was that they was, were trying uh, to do. Three's first time at bat with right. the multiplayer, right? Yeah, it was. Um, All right, guys, you, you know we love you. All right. <laughs> so if they do it, I think they can do it. It's going to take a lot of work. I mean, but there's plenty that they could pull from to have this be a successful. I mean, Microsoft is investing back in the Halo. You know, it's one of their big franchises, and it's something we're going to talk about with the next topic. Um, Halo wasn't supposed to come out this year. You mm-hmm. know, they were they they probably have a slew of other announcements, other things that they want to promote and push this fall. So, I mean, they're not only competing with the likes of whatever the new Call of Duty is going to be. Battlefield is coming back this year. Um, and you got the other BRs. Apex isn't going anywhere. Of course not. I mean, even people people even still play PUBG to some degree. Oh yeah, PUBG is man. You know, following dude. People yeah, I mean, Fortnite game. hasn't gone anywhere. Isn't going to go anywhere. So you yeah, look Fortnite at got enough money to just keep forcing itself in people's <laughs> face. Yeah, so I mean, and you you just look at what what they what the the current landscape of first person shooters are. You know, there's so much. There's more competition now than there ever has been. Halo will not survive without a new player base. It won't. 
as much as you know i want it to as much as you want it to as much as the any yeah, you can't be stubborn because it's like me i want it a certain way and that's just unrealistic because you got to think of like you say in the current space there's so much competition you got to think outside of yourself and what they need as a whole yeah you know? and you know and i respect everyone's opinions who may disagree with me that's fine but don't be unrealistic you know just just look at where the current landscape of gaming is and what people are spending their time on they already said halo's gonna the multiplayer is gonna be free to play they've already opened the doors for uh br oh that's br language Damn. <laughs> and as far Pretty and as far point. as monetization um i agree with you one thing I will say, because I actually probably was one of the few people that liked the Warzone mode, because me and you used to play it pretty regularly. Um, I man, I didn't have nothing against it, but at, maybe it's like the shit now. But I know when I used to keep trying to play it when they first announced it, dropped yeah. it or whatever, it wasn't getting too much press. Like people wasn't really playing. No, it, it wasn't. Playing. It really wasn't. Yeah, and I thought it was pretty cool. It just. It's just like it's like Grand Theft Auto. Like Grand Theft Auto Online has all these cool game modes, right? But people wasn't playing them. Like it's a ton of. That's how it was with Warzone. I couldn't rare, rarely get like a full team of people to kind of like you never got a full. What was it like? I forgot the number, but the teams were never really full. Nah. It was just never really caught on. So, and I mean, like um, you know, once again, look at look at where Microsoft is now versus where they were twenty sixteen or twenty fifteen. Right. You know, they could do fun crossover events with all their first party studios. They could be like they they could drop a Doom a Doom armor set. They could do uh weapon skins from Fallout games. Like it's so much potential for crossovers and collaboration. They're they're you know y'all need to you know, like, and I'm sure that these conversations are happening behind closed doors. I mean, the, the right. potential that Microsoft has now more than ever. And it's, like I said, we're going to get into it with our next story. But, you know, you just look at look at how much investment they've put into their first party studios at this point. Um, not only acquiring talent, but, you know, starting studios and raising up the talent that they have in house. You know, they have a chance here to change and bring Halo back to the limelight. You know, when, how long has it been since we've had Call of Duty, Battlefield, and Halo in the same year? Ooh, the pillar of three. <laughs> the three, the big, the the big, big three, three, as we used to call them, right? Like, I'm I'm really interested to see how that's going to play out. You know, I have the utmost faith in it. I think they feel that it. pressure, too. Yeah, exactly. I think they feel that pressure because, if I'm not mistaken, um, Battlefield about to come out with another one. Yeah, Battlefield, whatever it's going to be called, is coming out this year. They've already confirmed it. They even took, there was a story a few weeks ago, EA has studios supporting uh, the studio that's making Battlefield right now because they're trying to get it out the door this year. And I think that's going to be another big game. I mean, it might not be as popular to some people or the average person, but Battlefield has a pretty big community. Yeah, all these communities are like, just because you're not a part of it, I say this on Twitter all the time, games are not dead just because you don't play them. No, like, I no. love when people say that, oh, PUBG is dead. No, PUBG has a shit ton of people still playing. Oh, game. yeah. I still follow and, PUBG streamers that still get thousands of viewers every time they play. Like, it's definitely not a every dead game. game. That's the beauty of the gaming community, though. There's there's <laughs> sub-genres and just communities of people who play what they play. 
and like what they like. Now, one thing I do before I forget, I just want no, to sure. add this on to um when you were pitching out the the ideas of the um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. What I'm the BR, on. yeah, the BR. When you was pitching out those ideas of the BR, it's funny that you say adding lure to the BR because with what you said. Now you got the orbital drop shot troop troopers dropping in, blah blah blah, and I think with that because it strips away the suit, right? Yeah. So you're just a regular. You're true. You're a, a soldier. You're, a, you know, yeah. Now check this out. Got this in my notes. Check this out. <laughs> I was thinking, without maybe making this too campy, what if you? What if you had a team of four and y'all played different roles? I would I be down for that. About, I was thinking about what if you had a scouter or what if you had a, a trapper, someone who sets traps, booby traps or something like that, you know, uh, something a little bit different that you can incorporate into the BR that'll make it fun and stand out um, from the rest of the competition. Then I would be more engaged and um one thing they also need to bring back bring back the horde mode remember halo had yeah one man of the i believe which one was it three i think it was three that had the horde mode three and then maybe odst had a horde mode i think halo look at me look at me <laughs> bring that back i remember one of the horde modes when you were on the covenant ship Oh and they just gosh, kept man. coming in and dropping tanks. Yeah, yeah. That was the funnest <laughs> time of my life. Halo, listen to me. I mean, they Bring have they have the, the, the. You can incorporate that to BR. What if you like? There's a standoff or something. Imagine, uh, just, just, imagine like a flood Halloween event where I mean, because there's been I mean, they Call of Duty did it with zombies. Oh you, my god! You could have a flood Halloween event where there you you drop flood all over the map. You know, like that's while you're fighting people. I think that would be cool. Just take the take hell, take the the Warzone mode and expand it out to a BR. Fully flesh it out. You Look at your lore and see what you can add. They have that's the ingredients. Crazy. That's all I'm saying. Like you know, I I understand BRs aren't or for everyone. I'm not saying that could be like a perk. Mm -hmm. What if they drop a mark suit in the middle of the map? That would and be cool. Like a loadout it. almost. That's actually a really good idea. Yeah, oh they God. drop that in the middle of the map and like you get it and it's almost like um when Call of Duty dropped that suit. What was it? The juggernaut suit? Yeah. That's actually not oh, a bad my idea. God, Xbox, you need y'all need <laughs> hey man, y'all need to call me, man. I was call gonna me. say, just call us up, man. We got some just good ideas here. <laughs> I, I put a little percentage on my ideas, you know, because we gotta we need money to keep the pod going. We ain't gonna break y'all, you know what I'm saying? We just ask for a little bit. A little compensation for our ideas, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, that was man. I have so many ideas to wear. Yeah, kind of make me optimistic for it, but I just don't want this to turn into a monetizing crap show. I'm not going to even sure. say what I originally was going to say, but I don't want three four three just jumping out the window. And also, one thing I wanted to put on there too. I know y'all going to monetize this. I'm okay with this. Okay. I'm completely okay with this, but go completely freaking nuts. If you're going to use Mark suits, 
go nuts with the customization. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be really. I cool. want to not feel like because one of my gripes with Cold War right now is people have their, their their certain loadouts and look, and everyone picks the same person. Hey, yeah, I get that. Like as far as skins and stuff, yeah. Of your body should be customized. You should be able to customize every piece of that armor from color to how it looks. So if it got coffee stains on it, <laughs> if you want a rainbow unicorn, like a cardboard Spartan suit. Remember, you know what the hot one on the old Halo was the Ninja Gaiden like kind of armor. It was I forget what it was called, but yeah, it was the one only the developers had and for a while. Everybody just yeah. had that, and I'm like, no, like one thing that all gamers love is customizing their players. I don't want to look like nobody else. I'm talking about from the color of my visor to my earplugs to my fingernails. I want it all customized. That would be awesome, skins yeah. for the guns. You know, I never was really big on skins for Halo because I just thought they were kind of copying Call of Duty. But I mean, honestly, they're going to take it there, and I've come to the conclusion that they will. So yeah, make it different. Do something different, man. Totally just wig out. Just if you're going to make a BR, give me something that I'm going to enjoy playing. I don't want this BR to come out, and then we're still talking about Warzone. Like this BR comes out and it fades into oblivion. Y'all done wasted all this resources and time. And then I don't yeah. want the BR messing up the storyline. I think, oh man, that's a whole nother podcast about the uh, campaign. I think that uh, I don't have high hopes for Halo Infinite's campaign after the story of four and five. I don't. That's just me. I don't. <laughs> We could we could spend a whole we could spend a whole another hour talking about the campaign. We could do a side pod on that because <laughs> yeah, Halo Five. Look, I say this with love. This is a franchise I really really hold dear to my heart. So everything that I say, three four three to the original Bungie, love you guys. So this comes with love. I always like to lead with love. Okay, but. Halo 5's campaign was the biggest piece, biggest build up of nothing. You built this Magna Carter moment up between what was his name? Locke? Yeah. Yeah, they did all the promotion and stuff, and it just kind of fell flat, man. And the final fight was a cutscene and a horrible cutscene at that. And that was it. Like, I thought this dude, I thought this was going to be like one of the coolest moments in the game in history I'm, I'm going to go that far okay this is how much i put into this wow. franchise and when i saw that i promise you I, I i kid you not i put my controller on the table i didn't even turn the game off i walked away and i think i went to sleep i just went to sleep i just could not believe i was like is that it then i woke up and i was like you know what Maybe you, you fight them again. No, that was it. <laughs> that was it. It was this 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 mediocre fight scene after all this. Remember the commercials? There was a series with uh Agent Locke. There was a live yes, action series. Was a theory. There was commercials yeah. of uh Locke being this 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 badass new new Halo dude or whatever. You know, you had these moments in the game where he was in your face. He did some cool combat, you know, whooped your ass a little bit. 
It's like, I'm coming for the Master Chief. You are wanted. And then it was just like, that's it. So three, four, uh, three, like I said, I don't know, man. Um, that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother podcast. But <laughs> I just say this: three, four, three. <laughs> With all the lure that you have in Halo, tighten up, man. Tighten up. I still, I'm I still scared. have faith I'm in them, man. You know, we'll see if these rumors come to fruition or not. Um, mm-hmm. but it, it was something that we could not talk about. Um, but yeah, you know, we'll see, man. Hopefully. Whenever Halo comes out this fall, it's the game we all have, you know, in our hearts and dreams for many months and years to come. Um, hello, Just Tina. Hi, hello. But yeah, um, we'll see, man. We'll, we will keep. We will definitely keep you guys updated on any updated. Rate that BR from a thumbs down to a thumbs turned around. <laughs> Here we go. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm still a little tight about BR, so. And but that's fair. Speaking of. Wait, that wasn't a segue. See, this is what happens when you don't let the segue king do his job. <laughs> speaking Sorry. of Xbox news, it's all right, man. <laughs> oh, there we go. We're going to, yeah, we're going to keep the train rolling. We have uh, an update on what, I, in my personal opinion, still is the biggest story from the last year or two. So the acquisition of Bethesda has been completed as of this Big week. Bethesda. Xbox now is the proud new owner of a shiny Zenimax SAS Bethesda. Now their studio count is up to 23 first party studios, which is just, I mean, even saying that out loud, it's nuts to even have that. Uh, you know, that's, that's crazy. Shout out to Microsoft and Bethesda for making this partnership a reality. Um, there was word that this was going to be completed early March and here we are. Um, <laughs> hey, what's going on, man? <laughs> what's up, Brick? How you doing, man? If you guys are, Listening to this audio version, man. We also do record this uh, live, by the way, on YouTube. Um, Hello. And you guys miss DC's lovely drawing just now in his hand. <laughs> um, I love you. But yeah, this was definitely a, a monumental acquisition. Um, they released a pretty, in my opinion, it was a pretty cool trailer, like a sizzle reel of like them basically talking about here's to the future, yada, yada, yada. Um, and then they also released a roundtable where uh, the heads of a lot of those studios came together with Papa Phil, Phil Spencer, uh, the head of Microsoft. Ooh, big, big Phil. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't know if you got the chance to watch this. I thought it was really cool. I'm always a fan of behind the scenes stuff, you know, really hearing it from the horse's mouth, show. you know? Yeah. Um, and the big thing that came through the, this, that I took away from this round table was essentially they essentially confirmed that pretty much everything outside of contractual obligations or things that might have legacies on other consoles will be exclusive to Xbox ecosystem. Uh, as Phil put it, anywhere where Game Pass exists, which is currently only a few places, not on PlayStation. Um, how did you how did you take this news? Um, I've never really played it any. Bethesda properties. I'm definitely going to now. By the way, there are 20 new games from Bethesda. Uh, as of Friday or Thursday, they added 20 new uh, games. Um, a lot of Fallout games, Doom, mm-hmm. Prey, um, Dishonored. A lot of big games from the last few years um, are now part of Game Pass. So, you know, I don't know. Did you get a chance to watch the roundtable? What did you think? Um, and I'll, you know, kind of tell you what I thought about things and where I see the future for Xbox and Bethesda. Um, 
they spoke on a lot of things that were pretty well known. I mean, they spoke on things that we knew about. Um, they cleared up a few things, I believe. And to me, it didn't seem like it was too much um, new information, but it was good to see both teams, you know, talking and you know, building that relationship. I'm pretty sure that's like a monumental just merger to have your studio come together with this other studio and nothing like this has, has had. I think the last time something this big happened was when Activision and Blizzard. Yeah. And I wouldn't even yeah. say that that was as big as this. I mean, just based off of the amount of studios. Bethesda has a legendary, um, history in the gaming space a lot of people don't know bethesda has been around for a long time yes that they have Bethesda's not new on the block like bethesda has been here for a minute they've been making they have a well a very well drawn out history in the gaming industry um i just like to see i i, I like to see them in the same space together talking um about their experiences as far as the merger yeah. and everything but what really caught my eye is the the the, the talks of the play anywhere okay that's always going to get my attention because let's be real that is what is going to take the xbox and the microsoft brand and the bethesda um that's what this is going to take them to the next level. If you can't beat the competition, which is PlayStation, like I said, I keep telling people this and they're like, oh, well, all the Sony people are just saying, oh, you're just saying that because there's no way that they can win. This was an argument on Twitter. Uh, people are wait, looking wait, wait, at this wait, entirely I, wrong. I, oh, my God. No, no, no. I explained it to them because I said, you know what? I don't think. Mike, I honestly, legitimately, in my mind, do not believe that Microsoft is competing with PlayStation. I don't think they are. No. I really think they're trying to change the face of gaming altogether. I think that what they're trying to do with this Play Anywhere is such a big initiative. This is a pretty much make or break situation, sort of speak, sort of speak because they're putting all their eggs into this basket of they have to create an infrastructure, right? Of cloud uh, software and all that stuff to push out this play anywhere. So just think in the future, like who's to say PlayStation be like, look, well, we don't have the technology to do that. Maybe we can kind of bum off of Microsoft's and use theirs. You know what I'm saying? I think this, what Microsoft's trying to do is affect gaming across the whole board. Yeah. They're not just about putting out IPs to see who can put out the best IPs. I could be wrong, but when I try to explain this to people, especially Sony people, they're like, oh, you're just saying that because Sony, blah, 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 people, y'all making excuses for the Xbox and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, how is this an, you know, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. That's, no, no, no. Go ahead. How, please, how please, is please that please. an excuse? So, so basically what DC is saying is that's my line of thinking as well is that you know yes xbox up real bad with the original xbox one launch we all know that we were there we saw what they did leadership has changed over the last few years and you know with them acquiring all these studios you know 
not only are they really trying to build up back build up to the point where they were with the 360 where they had a ton of great exclusive games they had a bunch of notable studios and franchises you know it's like we've been saying every time we talk about game pass game pass and xcloud is is the nexus it's the center of everything they're going to be doing you know with with just one one the ink is dry barely dried on the contract and they instantly added 20 games from Bethesda Studios to Game Pass. There's, o- there's over right. 18 million people subscribed they to Game Pass. They didn't finish the last letter in the, in, the, <laughs> in the contract. And it was like, oh, Game Pass. You know, Game Pass has been and will continue to be the best value in gaming. I mean, you even see that they're already starting to kind of... Uh, they're already starting to kind of affect the industry in that way where you have PlayStation adding... Uh, Final Fantasy 7 remake to PlayStation Plus collection. If right. if if Game Pass didn't exist, they probably wouldn't have done that. That game came out last year. You know, and, and still they have these caveats where okay, so you you download the the PlayStation Plus version of Final Fantasy 7, you're still gonna have to pay for that PS5 upgrade. Look it up. You know, there's yeah. there's you know, Microsoft is in this position where, just like DC said, they're not competing with Sony anymore. You know, not saying I'm, and this isn't me saying, oh, Microsoft is just heads and shoulders above. So, no, that's not what I'm saying. PlayStation still has a great established first party studio lineup. They have some of the best studios in the world working under their umbrella. Yeah, this is not to take anything away from PlayStation. No, not I at all. Two different teams doing two different things right now. I agree. And I think, in a, I mean, even, even after this deal has been finalized, we're not going to see the the fruit bear off of this tree for at least a few years because you know bethesda studios right now is working on starfield which may or may not come out this year that's the rumor word on the street um Mm -hmm. but the one thing that i took away from this especially with the round table that i you know like i said i enjoy watching behind the scenes stuff the one thing that they kept talking about is how all their studios can collaborate how all their studios can work together to build better games and that's at the end of the day that's what it's about I think that we're going to see a couple of great exclusives from Microsoft this year. Then we're going to see a few more and a few more and a few more. I mean, you look at, I kind of compare this to when, um, and people might call me crazy for this. Sure. I compare this to when Disney bought Marvel 10 years ago. And you look at where Marvel is now. They they took over the movie landscape with uh, Marvel movies. And now they're, now they're pivoting into t- uh, television shows. I mean, they have, they always give you like a list of properties that are coming out over the next couple of years. Like, here's our phase four. Just imagine if, you know, and they did confirm that we're going to get more news uh, summertime, sometime in the summer. I, you know what I imagine is going to happen this summer? We're going to get a Bethesda show. Then we're going to get an Xbox show right after that. That way they'll be able to dominate the news cycle. They have so many studios and properties of games that are going to be coming out over the next couple of years. That they're they're trying to bolster Game Pass to the point that yeah, these games are going to be going to Game Pass day one, <laughs> day freaking every one. Studio that they have, everything that drops immediately Game Pass, which is Play anywhere, and that's that to me is awesome. I mean, now is the greatest time to be a gamer. Like I could not imagine being a kid right now. I wish I was a kid right now, being a gamer, growing up in this era, because what's going to happen over the next decade or so is going to be anything unlike we've ever seen. And I think Microsoft is going to be one of the leaders of that. 
I mean, e even PlayStation, I don't think, and people are like, oh, well, Sony needs to respond. They need to buy other studios. Not necessarily. They have, once again, Sony has in-house talent that Microsoft doesn't have. I mean, you look at their exclusive, their first party games Keep from the PlayStation 4 generation. Don't be attacking me now. <laughs> you look My at games man. like Last of Us 2, Ghost of Tsushima, um, God of War, like Spider-Man. I mean, all those games came out. They were Sony exclusives and they were fantastic games. I loved playing all of those games. Such a great add on with Ghost. Such a great. Add -on. Yeah, you got to You got to talk about Ghost, man. Is, yeah, man. you got to talk about Ghost of Tsushima, but. I think, like I said, I think we're at a point now where gaming is, I mean, the cost of gaming is not going down. It's going up every year. Hardware sales, every generation are getting less and less. I mean, these are just like statistics you can look up. So Microsoft is not in the business of just selling hardware anymore. They're, they're even um, researching TV apps. Imagine you can play uh, Xbox games on your TV. You have an Xbox app on your wait, TV. Wait, wait, wait. Why stop there, Darius? Imagine. <laughs> Microsoft mesh pulling up the screens. Bam, oh man, maybe maybe in like 20, 25 years, maybe. Like I think that's a little bit farther. Yeah. Limit, man. But no, you say what you just said. You said years, years later. There's people in this company who get paid to think of these things now. Yeah, for sure. They're thinking about how can we integrate all these cool new things to create the next gaming experience because that's what it's about. Mm -hmm. It's not about being stagnant and sitting in one spot. Oh, we got to buy more studios to create more IPs to outdo the Sony PlayStation. That's what I want people on Twitter to understand. That's a very simplistic way of thinking. Microsoft is thinking, how can we as a whole push gaming yeah. to the next level? And I'm not saying that PlayStation is not thinking that too. I'm just saying people on Twitter, people outside of the, that. The loud thinking, minority. Let's just yeah, call they're them thinking that. very simplistic about the situation because like there, there's going to be like the great, what Microsoft is doing eventually PlayStation is going to have to find a way to invest in what they're doing. Yeah. In their own way. In their own special I mean, kind of way. You know, it's funny. A couple of years ago, they actually purchased a streaming company, a Japanese streaming company. I can't remember the name of it. I think mm -hmm. it was called Gakai or it was something with a G. I mean, it's, you know, and one thing I will say, um, I think these concerns are a little bit valid is I don't want this to just turn into a bidding war on companies where studios are just getting bought up left and right and you're just snatching, you know, I think because I, I think Bethesda with Microsoft actually makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't just be I, I feel you. I completely agree with what you're saying there, because it's like, don't buy a company and then water down the product. You For just sure. want it because you don't want Xbox to buy it. Like, <laughs> like, oh, we got this great company. Nope. We and I mean, it. and I've listened, oh, especially since 2018, I've listened to quite a few different studios that Microsoft has purchased interviews with developers. And one thing that, you know, the common thread with all these studios that they usually say is Microsoft, typically they leave, the, they leave us alone. They say, Hey, you guys got great ideas, act on them. Here's a pile of money. And then they leave. And you know, this, and I, I've seen a couple of reporters from certain websites. I'm not going to say who or what, where people were talking about 
canceling certain games that these studios are working on just to help with bigger AAA titles. I'm not a fan of that. I think there's a space for all kind of games, not just these hundred million, two hundred million dollar budget games. You know, that's how you stifle, just like DC said, that's how you stifle creativity and you start to see a lot of the samey kind of same games. I don't want that. But I think what Microsoft is doing here, this was this was a brilliant move by them. You can hate it, you can be mad, you can stomp your feet. I don't think Elder Scrolls Six has come out on PlayStation, PlayStation Six or whatever it's gonna be, because we're not getting Elder Scrolls till like twenty twenty eight or something. <laughs> um you know, you still have that one game from Arcane Studios, Death Loop, that's coming out on uh, PlayStation. That was a, that was like Phil Spencer said, that was a pre-existing deal before they acquired uh, Bethesda, and they're going to honor those deals, which I think is a really stand-up thing to do. Uh, I don't think uh, Phil, even during this this roundtable, just the mannerisms and the way that he speaks, I don't think Phil even feels like he's competing with anyone and that's not no i'm um, coming from a place of arrogance i'm not saying that he's just like oh nobody can compete can compete with us i think it's he has a vision beyond what the average consumer is looking at right now yeah i, I keep trying to hound it into people's head like when i get into these arguments i'm like who's to say right playstation not cooking up something crazy over there that we microsoft can- doing right we could hear about it next week or a week after yeah next level hey microsoft doing games anywhere we're gonna do i'm just throwing something out here um vr anywhere or something you know yeah who's to say playstation and the ceo of playstation and the ps5 and blah 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 you 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 think that they're sitting over there just letting uh xbox you know have all these great ideas no they're over there thinking the same thing. They're not just going like, to think that a gaming system or company is completely relying on IPs is just crazy. No, it's just crazy. Like you said, what are they going to do? Just keep buying up studios and no, you thinking of, for example, the PlayStation five, the controller, like, look at that. That's next level stuff. Yeah. That's yeah, something that's Xbox doesn't have that's <laughs> that they have over the Xbox. They, they want more. And I, like I say, every time I talk about the PlayStation, I just hope and pray that that controller just don't fall to the wayside. It's such a great idea. Yeah. And, and end, we're all going to win. Like gaming is just going to be in a really wild space in the next couple of years. It is, man. Like I said, man, it's it's a great time to be a gamer. Competition is great for the consumers. We all win in situations like this. Not every situation is going to turn out in the consumer's favor. I mean, you know, I'm still very critical of Xbox for trying to raise the price, double the price of uh, Xbox Live Gold. I ain't going to never forget it because I said it before. I'm going to say it again. Within the next two to three years, Game Pass is going to go up in price. I promise you. Like don't yeah, don't ever forget that. I already brace for it. <laughs> Game Pass it's is going to be at least twenty dollars within the next three years. I'm going to say twenty four ninety seven. Ninety seven, you stupid. But I mean, you know, we'll see. I'm excited for then. People still think we're going to get some sort of showcase this year or this month. We'll see if it does. We're going to cover it. I think we have a lot of news ahead of us though in the gaming industry. Um, we may not get a ton of games this year. I mean, we're still, of course, still in a pandemic in the U.S. Um, a lot of studios have been and still are working from home. But 
I don't think we're going to be short announcements, especially around the summertime. We might have to do a couple of shows a week, honestly, depending on what happens. We'll see. Oh, but, man, I'm so ready for some extra episodes. <laughs> you know, I but, don't know why, man. Like, I just been wanting to just drop, like, episodes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Me, man. The Will Smith episode, man. I got something to say. Yeah. It's still, it's still in the it. cards. So we'll I definitely see. Will, this would be your second time on our pod. You need to come holler at us, bro. <laughs> But yeah, man, oh, yeah. we'll we'll definitely see. Um, I'm excited for whatever happens over the next couple of months. It's a great time to be a gamer. Make sure you guys check out those titles if you've never played a Bethesda game. I know I will be. I'm I the only Bethesda game I've played. I was one of them. I'm not gonna lie. I, I see. I've never played Skyrim. Hours, I've, I've played maybe hours. two hours of Fallout 76, but I'm gonna. I've downloaded a few of them. I'm gonna be checking them out over the next couple of months. I'm surprised so. you never played Skyrim. Not I stayed bad. away. I stayed away from it on purpose because I was in college when it came out. So I was trying not to. Dude, I, I wasted a lifetime in Skyrim. Skyrim <laughs> at the time was so good. Yeah, and I forgot what came out when around the time it came out, but. And the map, and it was just ever ending. It was so much to do, and it never stopped. Yeah. Like when you thought you were finished, because you would beat the main story, and it just kept going. It was just like a new dungeon, a new village, a new quest. Hey, can you help me find my dog? Sure. Did I find a dragon? Oh, great. Your dog, your, uh, okay. What happened here? <laughs> and then they opened it up to the modern community. And that's the thing about Bethesda, too. They're very mod friendly. Oh yeah, so, yeah, man. I mean, they open their games up to modders, and they don't care. Like, it's definitely know, gonna be cool, man, to see what happens. Um, but yeah, I think that's a good place to wrap this up, man. Because I have to use the bathroom really bad. Anyway, um, I need some water. Yeah, thank you guys for hanging out today, man. It's gonna be into the, the audio version. Um, if you guys, like I said, if you guys are interested in checking us out. Uh, live. We record this live every Saturday on youtube.com slash Darius Artist. You can find me on Twitter at Darius on YouTube. I am streaming on Glimish, Glimish as well. That's going to be in the description box uh, of the audio version. Um, it's a up and coming streaming website. I do like one or two streams there a week, um, but most of my content is based on YouTube. And once again, we are on Google Play. We're still looking to expand other platforms, so keep an ear out to, on the ground for that. Um, but yeah, that's all I got, man. DC, where can the good people find you? The good people can find me at underscore 1LDC underscore on Twitter and Instagram. If you see me looking down at my phone, it's because I forget my own name sometimes. Get off my back. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I really don't have anything else to say. You know, it's just at the end we do a little sweeping up around here you know where to find that guy darius the artist on youtube go check out his new um alien isolation clip that he just dropped this oh, week God, bro. great game man very slap on game for people who are lovers of the alien franchise go check my man darius the artist out check out his playthrough i think he's coming to an end correct i think i feel like i'm getting close to the end yeah I feel like it's getting. I'm not sure, but even if I'm not, I'm gonna try to finish it within the next week. Um, because I want to okay, move on to so another if series. If you guys so. want to see what Alien Isolation is about, go check my man Darius the Artist out on his YouTube. All our information will be everywhere for you to contact us. It'll be um on socials. Just come holler at me if you're looking 
to see where you can find us. And don't forget to like and subscribe. It's very important because that makes us not only feel special, but it gives us a little boost in the Agatha rhythms. Yes, indeed. Yeah, more people can see us. Bring your friends. Let's have a little tea time. We're going to play a little Halo 3 today, so stick around for that. We're bringing back an old school classic here today. We can't talk about Halo and not play it, right? Right, 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 right. All right, guys, that's going to be in the audio version because Darius has to pee real bad. I will holler at you guys next time, man. See you. Peace.